0: That was our guy right there, Jake Madison, host of Lockdown Pelicans. You could give him a follow on Twitter, Nola Jake. It's BetMGM tonight. tonight Ryan Horvath, Trista Crick. All right, I got to defend my guy Zion really quick. All right, and then we're going to get to the rest of your mock draft. We're going to talk about everything he just said right there because for some reason, Trista over here, even though he's only 22 years old, doesn't want Zion in Portland. She would rather have an unproven rookie. But... I got defend availability, Zion.
1: Best ability, ability is availability. This is true,
0: but everybody keeps saying that Zion, the last week, the last two weeks, is in the news for all the wrong reasons. What did he I do don't wrong?
1: Care. I don't actually care about that. I think the thing that he did wrong is he's messy. Literally, quite messy. But do we even know that for
0: sure? I, there is no proof.
1: Well, she did put screenshots of everything. Like, she really did but he's, put it all out there. Okay. There's nothing he's wrong. He's 21, 22 years old. Sure. He's single.
0: Sure. And she's a you know a successful actress, model. Yeah. Only f- I don't know. She did the Popeyes video. If you know, you know. Uh, I don't blame him. If I was twenty one, twenty two, and single, I'd be doing the same thing. So I just I don't know because I, I saw the report. It's like the Pelicans are disgusted and surprised and shocked about Zion's off the court troubles. It's like what troubles? He's a single dude. That's
1: well, here's having the thing.
0: Sex. Let's be honest. He's having sex with chicks, with girls, and now he's here's now he's not anymore because.
1: You sound like the John. going to be Morant. a father. You sound like the John Morant defenders, where it's like they've not done anything wrong, like they're and broke the law. It's like, listen, it's it's a brand. You got to make sure that your stuff is tight. That the pause, that the people around you are not going to blow up your spot. You know, LeBron James has kept a, like completely perfect, spotless record for twenty plus years, no matter what, and that's what you need from your superstar is not to be in Twitter with a girl who's a bona fide OnlyFans model at the the very best case. Second best case is probably not that and maybe like a softcore porn star. Worst case is hardcore porn star. (laughs) And so you can't be messing around with multiple porn stars and having them blow up your spot and maybe impregnating both and one of them putting you on blast on Twitter saying that she's got a sex tape.
0: Hey, there's only one way to learn your lesson.
1: Here's the thing though. If he loved New Orleans, they would let it slide. If he was if he was Ryan Horvody, they'd be like, you know what? He's committed to New Orleans, but it's like he doesn't even like it here. He doesn't even like his teammates. He doesn't like the team. He wants to go to New York. He's got baby mama drama. She's blowing up his spot, saying he's eating and yeah. getting high and yeah. eating some more. And his apartment is dirty. She wouldn't and, be his, wrong. and you know well, what Pat Riley clean. said. You know what Brian Horvath, what Pat Riley and Eric Spolster said? If your locker's dirty, that tells you a lot about a player. If your home is dirty, that tells you a lot about a player. So you know what? I'm out on Zion.
0: So you wouldn't do the third overall pick for Zion? No.
1: Well, how does that? How does the? uh, How does the salary match also? What are you also trading for Zion? Because he makes a lot of money right now, doesn't he? Not.
0: Yeah, you'd have to like you know get cute with it a little bit, but you get
1: cute with it. Let's see what, how cute I'm, we'd have to get. I've
0: never been a salary cap guy. I hate the salary. Let's cap see how cute actually, we'd to have to get right. with it I, right now. I don't now. like the salary cap dudes.
1: He's making thirty-four million dollars next year, so uh, yeah, getting cute with it would be kind of expensive.
0: So you would have to move. I don't know.
1: A lot of players. Yeah. Anthony Simons, probably Nurkic. I would do. I would do all that
0: for Zion. No, Zion and Dame. I would not. Yeah, I would do it, though. Uh, get out of the ballpark, please. Off the wall. And, oh, he catches it off the wall. So I got the uh, first five over five in <laughs> Sox Rangers. It's one I forgot to, zero to place the, the bet
1: I gave out. Thank God.
0: We do got two on for my Rangers, though. Ooh, base is loaded, actually, for the Rangers. It's the benefit, I guess, of,
1: that's the benefit, I guess, of the parking lot bets is sometimes you forget to take bets that end up being bad.
0: I thought he caught that off the wall.
1: Yeah, that's it, too.
0: Well, maybe not. All right, so I just actually placed one more bet. All right. And uh, you left off on your mock draft at pick 10. I actually bet the exact result of pick 10 over a BetMGM MGM during that break. Of course, the king of sports, the only, the only, the only sports book. And I'm going to go with, so actually I've placed two bets. Let me tell you really quick. Um, I'm following your mock and everybody else's mock with the eighth overall pick. It's plus 165. Anthony black. My only concern is the wizards move out of that pick. Uh, Anthony Black, plus 165 to go eighth overall. I'm adding that. And then 10th overall, I'm going to go with Derek Lively, plus 225. I love that. I mean, I know I'm going with the favorite, but as long as that pick doesn't get moved, like, who else would Dallas go? Well, with I have
1: there? I have some names.
0: Okay, then throw them there. But that's my pick right now, plus 225, Derek Lively to go 10th overall. I added that. Go on. So
1: I don't hate that, and I think the value is there. In my 10th pick, in my mock draft, what I have is that Taylor Hendricks has slipped. Uh, Taylor Hendricks could go top five could go top seven but if you're Dallas what you need is some defense and I think Hendricks might be the best off-ball defender in the draft nobody needs defense more than Dallas does they were 21st in defensive rating last year that included the time period where they had Dorian Finney-Smith on that team as well. So you lose Dorian Finney-Smith, you get even worse on defense. He's not coming back. Christian Wood is now gone. That rim protection, whatever rim protection that was, is gone. So you do need rim protection for sure, but what you need also is a 3 and D guy as well. He's not an incredible scorer, but his one offensive strength is spot-up shooting, which is also a huge need for Dallas. He's athletic. He's the only player in college last year to have 35-plus dunks and six 60-plus three, threes, which is huge. Like, a guy who can get to the rim, who can yam on people, and can get out to the corner and shoot threes. Like I said, in fact, only four freshmen in the past decade have pulled that off. Benedict Matherin, R.J. Barrett. Lonzo Ball, and Ben McElmore. Only one bust in those four. Ben McElmore. So I think Taylor Hendricks, if he's available at 10 and Dallas does not trade the pick, I think they go with Hendricks. If he's gone, say a team like Indiana or a team like Detroit takes Hendricks, which has been mocked all over the place, then maybe Derek Lively is the perfect fit. So I don't hate that at plus 220.
0: Yeah, I'm going chalk.
1: I don't hate that at all. 11 this one's very tough for me. Orlando Magic drafted 11. If they don't trade this pick, I think they have to figure out a way to get shooting. Maybe it's not the best fit because they like these long, athletic, versatile guys who can play defense, but I still think the shooting is the main issue that, that the Orlando Magic have. They were terrible last year, just absolutely bad at that. I think they were like... 27th in three-point shooting. They were in the bottom 10 in three-point percentage. They shot three, 34%, 34% from the three last season. So I think they take Grady Dick. Uh, Grady Dick shoots 40% from three. He had over six attempts per game. The list of freshmen who had high-volume shooting and 14 points per game uh, in college, that is limited to O.J. Mayo, Gary Trent, D'Angelo Russell, Tawan Porter. Go Ducks. Jamal Murray, Kevin Durant, and Grady Dick. So so a list of really good names. I feel like this is a real need for Orlando. I could see them messing around and getting somebody like Derek Lively, even though they have a bunch of guys in the front court. Uh, It's a very wild card. I think there's a possibility they could take Kobe Bufkin as well. I'm not... It just feels like Grady Dick. It just feels like it. Yeah. Even though I could kind of be talked out. Yeah. But it feels like everyone's been mocking him to Orlando for so long, I couldn't change my mind. Number 12 and Raphael Barlow sort of talked about this a little bit in our interview and what happens in terms of minutes. I think OKC, if he's here, I think OKC takes Kobe Bufkin. If they didn't get Bilal Koulibaly uh, at nine or they or Bilal Koulibaly is not there at 12, uh, I think that this is a perfect spot for him. Uh, they need another point guard, combo guard who can create his own shot, who can score on all three levels, who can play really good defense. Like he's a an incredible playmaker. He's yeah. long. He's rangy. Oh, we talked about what OKC likes. They like long, athletic guys who can do everything. Kind of like a better version of, what of like the Toronto. Wife. Yeah. That's what exactly. I exactly.
0: Yeah. Tall, long, athletic, and I could do everything. Yeah, Literally I can't... everything.
1: Except for touch rim. Um <laughs> I could touch rim.
0: I thought you were gonna say pick up your towels. I could touch rim. All right, damn it. Uh,
1: I know. I'm you know what? So...
0: I might not be able to I got arthritis in my head. It's true.
1: Days. But Shay and Giddy with Kobe Buffkin, I think would be a perfect fit. There's a lot of smokescreen around what OKC wants to do. They definitely need a guard that can shoot because Shea and Giddy can't. Uh, and they have Jalen Williams there. If you had Jalen Williams, Kobe Bufkin, Josh Giddy, Shea Gilgis, Alexander, Lou Dort, Chet, like that's a really interesting six guy rotation. Uh, I feel like there's a possibility there's not enough minutes to go around. But listen, Kobe Bufkin on this team, development wise, would be an absolute steal at six five. Uh, Number 13 is the Toronto Raptors. I'm very sus on what they're going to do. This is probably the biggest wild card uh, in the draft in terms of, like, what their strategy is. And what do they need? What do they need? What do they need? Do they think they're going to bring back Fred Van Fleet at $30 million a year? Like, you could say they need shooting, but Gary Trent Jr. has now opted back into his contract. Apparently, his main issue is with Nick Nurse and not the team. Listen, they've been rumored to run it back because they're not getting what they want from OGN and and Pascal Siakam. To me, it feels like they do need a point guard, whether that's because Fred Van Fleet is gone or whether they want to find somebody to be the replacement of Fred Van Fleet and do like some sort of trade, maybe at the deadline or maybe next offseason. I think that they go with point guard here. I think they go with, because otherwise they need a shooter and then they have to reach for Jordan Hawkins. And I've heard that, but it just doesn't feel like like a Toronto pick. Because Jordan Hawkins can't play freaking defense. That's just not what he does. He's a liability there. So I like Keontae George. Uh, Keontae George at a Baylor. He's a really, really robust score. He can do everything. He can pull up. He can step back. He has sidesteps. He's really good in pick-and-roll situations, which means him and Scotty Barnes, I think, would thrive together really well. Three-point percentage isn't great, but he shot 38% in high school. Yeah. And he shoots 80% from the free throw line, which really is how you project whether someone's going to be a good three-point shooter in the next level. On top of that, incredible passer when he gets into the lane. I think this would be a good fit for new coach Darko Rajovic. And then number 14, I've got Derek Lively uh, rounding out the lottery. I think with Valanchutis being on an expiring, that's huge. Yeah. He's the best big man outside of Victor Wambiyama. That would be an absolute steal for New Orleans if they don't move up and move Zion.
0: I like it. We'll get to the rest of Tristis mock. We're that's also going to get to our it. guy, Bill Ryder. That's all of it.
1: It's 14. 14? is the lottery. I am I don't have anything else past the lottery.
0: So, That's you, it. wait, you haven't had Grady D- Dicko yet, have Grady you? Grady Dick went 11. Oh, yeah, 11 to Orlando.
1: Yes. Hmm. Yes. everyone You know, you could have
0: actually taken Grady Dick over 9.5, minus 150 two weeks ago. We didn't do it, though. Wow. Um, when we come back, we're going to talk with Bill Ryder, host of Brighter Than You. Guy's <clears> the man. And we're going to talk with Sam Vicini. We're going to see what their mocks look like. Bet MGM, the night continues. Hour number three up next.